Welcome to Cultivate Connection, a weekly Bible-based meditation podcast, giving you the skills to carve out space, experience peace, and grow your relationship with God. I want to welcome you here today. If you'd like to learn more about Cultivate Connection, you can go to cultivateconnection.com. We've started a series on the names of God. We're going to take several weeks to work through many of the different names of God. So let's get started with today's meditation. Go ahead and turn your focus, your attention towards your breath here today. Begin to notice your inhale and your exhale. Allow yourself to be present in this space. Taking some time to lengthen out that breath, to allow it to slow down. Turning your focus and your attention upon the Spirit of God within you. Holy Spirit, I thank you that you are present with us. Thank you that Jesus made a way for us to connect with you. God, I ask for each one listening today. that they would be so present with you. They would receive what you have for them today, God. Lord, I pray that we would experience you, that we would become aware of the union that we have with you. That you've made a way for us to be in communion with you, in conversation, in relationship. Show us how to grow that relationship today, God. So this week, We're taking time to meditate on God, the name of God, El Hai, the living God. Our first scripture is from Psalm 82. We're going to read verses 1 and 2. Reading from the New American Standard Bible will give you room and space to sit with this, to mull it over, to chew upon it, and to connect with the Lord through it. How lovely are your dwelling places, O Lord of hosts! My soul longed and even yearned for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh sing for joy to the living God. 
What words are standing out as I read this to you? How lovely are your dwelling places, O Lord of hosts. My soul longed and even yearned for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh sing for joy to the living God. Reading it a third time. What's God drawing you into? How lovely are your dwelling places, O Lord of hosts. My soul longed and even yearned for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh sing for joy to the living God. Does anything begin to stir for you when you think about 
not just God, but the living God. Who is this living God? What does it mean that he's alive, that he's living, that he's present? Our second scripture is from Jeremiah 10.10. But the Lord is the true God. He is the living God and the everlasting King. Reading it again. But the Lord is the true God. He is the living God and the everlasting King. In these times, so many of the people worshipped idols, wooden carvings made of silver or gold. And this statement, the living God, was saying that he wasn't an empty idol like many worshipped. He was living, he was alive, he was the true God. But the Lord is the true God. He's the living God and the everlasting King.
2 Corinthians says we are the temple of the living God. It says that God will dwell among them, walk with them, that he will be their God and they shall be my people. What does it look like for you to be a temple of the living God? going to read an occurrence that happened with Paul in Acts 14, starting in verse 8. At Lystra, a man sitting, who had no strength in his feet, lame from his mother's womb. He had never walked. This man was listening to Paul as he spoke, who, when he had fixed his gaze on him, had seen that he had faith to be made well said this with a loud voice, Stand up on your feet. And he leaped up and began to walk. When the crowd saw what Paul had done, they raised their voice, saying, The gods have become like men and have come down to us. They began calling Barnabas Zeus and Paul Hermes because he was the chief speaker, the priest of Zeus, whose temple was just outside the city, brought oxen and garlands to the gates and wanted to offer sacrifices with the crowds. But when the apostles Barnabas and Paul heard of it, they tore their robes and rushed out into the crowd, crying out and saying, Men, why are you doing these things? We are also men of the same nature as you, and preach the gospel to you that you should turn from these vain things to a living God who made the heavens and the earth and the sea and all that is in them. Are there any vain things in your life that the Holy Spirit is asking you to turn from? Men, why are you doing these things? We are also men of the same nature as you and preach the gospel to you that you should turn from these vain things to a living God who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and all that is in them.
Is there an area in your life where your attention, your worship, your energy is being turned away from God? And where is he inviting you back? Men, why are you doing these things? We are also men of the same nature as you and preach the gospel to you that you should turn from these vain things to a living God who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and all that is in them. Are you searching for life today in things that are not alive? Where do you need to engage with the presence of the living God? He's the only one that will satisfy. Will you allow wave after wave of his love to come crashing in? He's living, he's moving, he's breathing. He still speaks today. And he wants to meet with you. We're going to meditate on one more scripture. It's from Hebrews chapter 4, starting in verse 12. For the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword and piercing as far as the division of soul and spirit of both joints and marrow and able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And there is no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are open and laid bare to the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who is passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast to our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tested in all these things as we are, yet without sin. Therefore, let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace, so that we may receive mercy 
and find grace to help us in our time of need. Reading the first verse once again. For the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword and piercing as far as the division of soul and spirit of both joints and marrow and able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. How is God reaching out his hand to you through these words? For the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword and piercing as far as the division of soul and spirit of both joints and marrow and able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart.
Praise God that he is alive, that he is living, that he is active, that he's moving today. Even if you can't see it in your life, God is moving. And maybe you could ask him to show you. Holy Spirit, where are you moving in my life? What do you want me to see? Do you believe that God is actively involved in your life right now? God is not an empty idol that sits on a shelf. He's powerful. He's alive. He's welcoming you into relationship with him. He's the only one worthy of worship. All the other little G-gods in our lives... They pale in comparison to the living God. The Bible talks about that those idols, they have to be carried. They cannot speak. They have to be carried abound by those that worship them because they are not alive. El Hai, the living God. He speaks to you through his word. He walks you through your struggles. He longs to be near to you. Where do you need to know God as the living God? I bless you this week. I bless your heart and your flesh to sing for joy to the living God, to long for the one that can satisfy. I pray that you would come to know this true God, that he's alive and that he is the everlasting king. I bless you. I bless you to be awakened to the vain idols in your life and have the grace to turn away from those and turn towards the living God. To receive his promises, his goodness, his peace, and his love. I bless you to embrace the word of God knowing that it is living, it's active, that it's coming, and it's cutting away the lies and bringing in the truth, piercing those things that don't need to be there any longer, filling you up with light and life and joy and goodness. And I bless you to know that Jesus, your great high priest, 
can relate to you. He's been there. He's walked out a life he's lived and is still living and is still interceding on your behalf. May you encounter the living God this week. Amen. Amen.